This is the break room for February 23, 2007. If I were a rich man, yubby to be dibby to be dibby to be dumb. Do you hear how dibby to be dumb that sounds? If I were a rich man, yabba dibba 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 a deer, a female deer Ray, a drop of golden sun Me, a name I call myself A long, long way to run so, a needle pulling thread, a note falling so, tea, a drink with jam and bread, that will bring us back to dough, oh, oh, Welcome to Awesome Town. It's uh, February 23rd, I do believe, as as Hi, our friend Simon. Simon said at the beginning of the show. Welcome to The Break Room, episode 46. Is he really a friend of the show? He is. I guess he has introduced it a few times. Well, he's he's our employee, at least, at the very least, our, our voice slave. So There you go. And do not cut that to say our slave. <laughs> wow. Don't think I won't. But uh, we've got the usuals here. Mark, Dave, Thomas, and Dustin. Yo. Cleaner. Is Thomas the usual now? He's no longer a special guest? Well, he's a usual special guest at this point. And only took so, four weeks. That's right. He's slowly moving up the ranks. Well, we've got a uh, very special episode, uh, just like many episodes when, in the 80s. When are we going to knight him? When, what? when do we knight him? Tom, um, the sword. The Who's kneels, sword? Kneels down on, get, down, get down on his oh, knees. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> when he <laughs> went too deep, I clenched <laughs> him off. You're gonna play swords with him, and he's gonna clench you off. I'm just gonna. Take, he's gonna. He's take, going to sheath you. Just take the sword and uh, put it in my ass. Place it on each shoulder. <laughs> I hate all of you guys. Well, anyways, we've got a very special episode. We uh, we were supposed to have this interview last week with Pete Mitchell from No More Kings, but we got it this week. So here you go. What an ass raper! Oh, you know what I should say real quick before we start the the. Uh, Go ahead and interview. say it. Jeez. <laughs> you can, uh, there's a video, and so we, we, it's basically bringing back all the characters from Karate Kid, all the original actors, and the video is taken from the point of view of Johnny, who is uh, Daniel Son's main nemesis. So here's Pete Mitchell. It's really, from, it's really quite funny. It's about as uh, Johnny imagining himself winning <laughs> the fight, the right. infamous fight. It's, uh, it, the, the song is great, but it's made even greater with the video. So... I think it's one of the better videos in the last few years. So go check it out, nomorekings.com. And here is Pete Mitchell. Today we're talking to Pete Mitchell, lead singer of No More Kings, who have an, an album that is currently out on iTunes and will be in stores March 6th. Uh, Pete, thanks for joining us today. First of all, congratulations on the new album. Oh, thank you. 
Um, let me ask you this question. What came first, the, uh, the song for Sweep the Leg or the video, the concept? The song. The song came first. I, uh, I, I wrote it and sent it to Adam DeGrade, who's the CEO of Astonish, and just kind of as a separate coincidental thing, uh, he sent it to another one of the artists on the label who happened to be hanging out with Billy Zavka. So the video just kind of was complete serendipity, just kind of happened accidentally and just spiraled out of control. But the song came first. So William Zafka is, for those who don't know, played Johnny on Karate Kid, and he plays he reprises his role as Johnny in the video. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How other uh, roles? I think he. Rep- huh? okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, among other roles, I mean, his whole the whole speedo thing is his reprise role from Back to School. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I didn't make that connection. Uh, we were trying to figure awesome. out last week. We were watching it, and we're trying to figure out is who. I, I didn't make the connection at first that it was actually Johnny in the speedo. Speed the speedo. <laughs> the speedo. You got that fake wig on too. Yeah. 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 Um, so is it is the video supposed to be a dream within a dream? Man, it's it's one of those that I think you know Billy uh, wrote the treatment and, and directed it and. Uh, it was one of those things that just, like I said, it kind of spiraled out of control. I think we started with maybe that idea that it would be, um, I would show up at his trailer park, and the trailer park stuff was supposed to be, you know, in the first draft, and it was supposed to be real. And then he, I was just supposed to be a pizza delivery guy, and he, you know, mistake, mis- mistakenly took me for, you know, uh, this, you know, uh, how much should I say, reincarnated Ralph Macchio role, basically, <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> had this chance to defeat me. But once we did that, then they, so Billy shot the Speedo thing as like, kind of a joke to surprise me he's like man i got the surprise intro for you and he, he showed that for me and we we're like this is great we gotta we gotta keep that too so it, it just we kept making new beginnings for it and then we had to make endings that tied those new beginnings together so uh-huh. it is a dream within a dream but it just it got crazy <laughs> we were too far was he uh was billy was he the one that got everybody the old cast back together or yep yep that was him okay do you do you know what these guys various guys were doing I honestly don't know. I know Ralph is um, doing some behind-the-scenes stuff. Like he's not. I guess he was on Entourage recently, so he is acting a little bit, but he's focusing on uh, writing and directing. Same, same thing with Billy. You know, they're both focusing on writing and directing and getting movies made uh, that don't necessarily have them attached as stars. But I don't know what the other guys are doing, the, you know, the guys that play the other Cobra Kai guys. I'm not really sure what they had been up, up to these days. Where did, uh, where did the idea for Dennis Haskins, who played Mr. Belling on Saved by the Bell, where did he come from as the, first of all, where did he come from to, for the casting? And B, uh, why the Mr. Miyagi role? Was it the only role that fit? <laughs> no, actually, I know it seems a little uh, weird, but uh, uh, Adam DeGrade decided that he wanted, uh, you know, Mr. Belding, the, the character Mr. Belding in there. I don't know where he got that from, or if he just thought it would be funny. Um, and once that kind of was, was rolling around in motion, Billy contacted him, and it turned out that Dennis was really good friends with Pat Morita. Mm-hmm. And so... He it was Dennis's idea to kind of do a, an homage to, to Pat in that role, and so we we turned the pizza character, pizza guy character, into a sort of you know, Miyagi type character. Um, how long how long did it take to uh, to put the video together as far as filming from end to end? Uh, we filmed let's see in two days. We filmed one day in Palmdale, all the desert stuff, and then another day in a in a studio, in, and I think in Hollywood, uh, in a soundstage where we you know built the the stadium and everything. So those were two days, one full day for each. Mm. And then what, once we did that and saw the beginning, we thought, okay, we need a pickup day that introduces me as a pizza delivery guy. And that also, you know, ends it with, with Ralph Macchio. And so that was a third day, uh, a couple weeks later, uh, was a half a day shot in, in Burbank. 
So it's two and a half days total of shooting time. Wow, that's that's a, that's a great turnaround for for such oh, an inexpensive yeah. video. <laughs> it was it was pretty ambitious, and we really we worked our crew to the bone. They were uh, yeah, they were real troopers to get in there. I mean, these, these were long days. Absolutely. Oh. Awesome. Hey, Pete, uh, you're also talking with Thomas, just so you know. Uh, there's Sorry. two of us here. Uh, but I was just going to ask you, um, we haven't had the, the gracious opportunity so far to listen to the, the rest of the album yet. We did get to hear the other song. Um, but I uh, was curious about the rest of the CD. Is it is it kind of similar with the humorous kind of light lyrics and stuff, or is there is there yeah. any seriousness to the album? Just kind of give us... both, actually. Oh, Cool. So yeah, uh, the, it's kind of weird because like the first two songs, the first two singles out of the box are going to are obviously "Sweep the Leg" and then this other one called "Michael," which is about um, Knight Rider t- told from the perspective of Kit <laughs> <laughs> trying to convince Michael Knight he has to you know jump in the car and help save the world and everything. But those are the only two like uh, real uh, overt '80s references. The rest of the album is just just more like there's a song about uh, Gulliver, so it's more like you know, literary references and, and kinds of things like that, just things I grew up with. Right. But it's kind of weird because, you know, to hear those two songs straight away obviously gives the impression that it's everything is going to be about 80s pop culture references. And there's a lot of that, but it's not all that. So to, to answer your question, uh, there's both. Um, even the serious songs are done with sort of a, a, a nod and a, a wink. You know, they're right. They're not, yeah, you know what I mean? They're right. kind of take it, not taking yourself too seriously kind of stuff. Now, I'm kind of curious. Um, I don't know a lot about you guys, so uh, for all our listeners out there, what's kind of the history of the the, the group? How long have y'all been together? Oh, How would you come together and all that stuff? Uh, how much time do I have to answer this? <laughs> oh, really you know, long. 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, Neil, uh, Neil Robbins and I were best friends growing up in high school. Okay, and, and Neil Robbins is... Ian, Neil Robbins is the um, he, he produced this album with me and he okay. co-wrote uh, most of the songs on the album. Cool. He has his own band now with his wife Kate and and they're called Dirt Poor Robbins. They're also on on the same label as me. Okay. Um, but back then, you know, we were just two guys and and we would just run around with an acoustic guitar and just sing in in high school and you know the back of the school bus on school trips and just make up stupid songs about my dog being abducted by an alien. You know, and these crazy <laughs> two part harmony songs. And I actually still remember that song, so I might that might find its way onto an album. Um, awesome. <laughs> Yeah. We'll look forward to it and say that we heard it here first. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so it just kind of started like that, you know, just two guys making music together. And then uh, Neil added, you know, we added uh, Adam to play bass, and we added uh, this other guy, Chris, to play drums. And so we became a full-on band, and that's when we adopted the name No More Kings, which we stole from uh, Schoolhouse Rock. It's an episode of Schoolhouse Rock. Wow. That's one of the songs. <laughs> awesome. And we played for a couple of years that way, you know, through, through college. Um kind of traveling around and it, we, we did okay like we it, you know managed to make like it became our like part-time job basically you know right uh and then we split up um we some of us moved to los angeles some of us stayed back in rhode island uh and i kind of thought that that was it you know we were done as a band and then adam uh stopped playing bass but he went on to uh start a record label and so he called me back said hey man you still writing songs i was like yeah <laughs> so they, they signed me and we kind of rebuilt a new no more kings like no more kings mock 2 that's awesome well, um, no, go ahead. If you have more, sorry. No, no, that's it. That's it, man. While you were during this off time, from what I know, you guys or you personally were animating video games for Disney and Jim Henson. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, did you do any games that anybody would recognize? Uh, maybe. I don't know. They didn't. I mean, they weren't like huge hits. Uh, the Muppet games that I, I worked on is one called Race Mania, where it's like a it's like a Mario Kart style game, that, but you're all the you can be any of the Muppet cast. You know, you see your Kermit driving around in this little buggy. 
Um, that was a lot of fun, man. I remember my first meeting, like, you know, this was like a real job, you know, a desk job or whatever. And my first meeting, we're all sitting in the boardroom and they're like, all right, so what I want to know is what happens when you hit the penguin? Do you freeze or do you swat? You know, it's like, I can't believe I'm talking about this in a boardroom, you know? So that was, that was kind of an interesting, interesting thing. And then at Disney, we did mostly what's called edutainment, which is like, educational uh, games for kids and those were like based on the Lion King or Tarzan they were they were kind of mini games a bunch of collection of mini games that dealt with you know whatever car- cartoon we were mm-hmm. working on well are you yeah, probably not something you heard of <laughs> okay are you are you a gamer right now I am yeah I, I, it's been a while because we've been on the road for a long time so I'm still trying to still trying to find a Wii trying to track one down well that was my my, my question is what's your preferred system was it 360 ps3 or Wii or pc absolutely the Wii. yeah, yeah. absolutely um have you played one yet i have i've only played uh actually i played the game that comes with it, the Wii sports which is fantastic mm-hmm. i love that yeah, and I then think- i picked up zelda which seems kind of i don't know i haven't gotten into the cool stuff where you really make use of the, con- the controller you know yeah. right yeah it's getting killer raves though it's supposed to be incredible yeah. I've heard the bow and arrow shooting is is hard, but it's awesome once you get hang out, get the hang of it. In, in Zelda, there's a bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah, supposedly. That's, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, cool. Now, you your album is called a tribute to the '80s. Uh, okay. Do you plan to do a tribute to the '90s? I mean, you're going to keep going this direction, or is the next album <laughs> just going to be something completely different? <laughs> no, that's a, that's, a, that's a good idea. I should probably do that. Just kind of a, and then they can play these albums in history school. There you on, go. You know? <laughs> um, no, I, I honestly, I don't really know necessarily what the next album is going to be, but I don't think it's going to be decade specific. <laughs> I think I just like to make, I just like to make songs that are stories, you know, that are yeah. silly little stories. They're character driven. So that, I think it just happened that this one concentrated on that because I was drawing from a lot of my uh, influences growing up. Mm-hmm. So oh, are you guys touring now? We're touring now. Okay, where where are y'all at right now? Um, right now, I'm currently in San Diego. We're playing uh, this thing called the Sunset Sessions tomorrow, which is, I guess, a, a, a radio kind of conference for a bunch of like radio execs. Mm-hmm. But uh, from here, we go on to to uh, Vegas. We've got like our CD comes out on March 6th, so we're doing a lot of things um, that are sort of pr- promoting the release of that. And so some of those shows are going to be at the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. And cool. Then we've got some stuff in the Northwest. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this is a big promotion too. This is pretty much like being on the Today Show. So you're in good <laughs> oh, <really>? shape. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, why? You know, speaking of speaking of the release of the album, it was it's already been released on iTunes. So why did you release it on iTunes first and then wait until March to release it as a hard copy? Uh, you know what? I honestly that's a that was a marketing call. I guess I didn't I didn't really have much to do with that decision. But okay. uh, I think they just wanted to under the radar see if we could get any kind of buzz leading up to the physical release of the album mm-hmm. same thing with the video we released the video obviously before the album was out hoping that we could kind of just just draw some eyeballs to it and maybe make people excited about the album release i don't know if that's going to work but yeah. i think that was the plan well what's the buzz been as far as uh as far as you're in has it been received well uh you know um, besides the fans but uh, i know the critical community has something to do with the success of an album How, how's it been received there so far are you speaking of the album or just the uh, just the video? Um, well, you know, either one, uh, either maybe or. both. I haven't I haven't really heard much about uh, the album. I haven't heard a lot of reviews about the album mm. um, outside of just people that show up at the, at the shows. But the video apparently is is definitely getting a lot of traction, which is exciting, and it's getting it both from from uh, you know music listeners, fans, the consumer audience, as well as like VH1, MTV, you know, people that could actually. Uh, potentially play it, you know, play the video. Right. Uh, so I, yeah, it's been. I guess it's been pretty, pretty good. You know, well, it's I'm getting excited about the response. 
It's getting mm-hmm. rave reviews on uh, iTunes. Uh, oh, yeah? I think, oh, right I think, on. yeah, like four, four and five star reviews the entire way. Uh, oh, so nice. yeah, it's, it's good. Um, I had uh, a couple more questions. Uh, who are your, I mean, I know it's kind of a generic question for a band, but who are your influences that, and what, I mean, did you have a specific point with the album aside from being a tribute to the eighties? I mean, who are your influences and what was your point? If, nice. if you okay. had one, I think, uh, Sort of general influences, obviously, Michael Jackson, um, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up listening to, like, Billy Joel and Genesis. There's, there's a couple songs on there that probably have, oh, a little bit of something to Genesis. Um, but definitely that kind of Michael Jackson uh, pop, funk kind of feel, you know. Um, but then for specific songs, I know Neil and I uh, wanted to get, like, we would go for an Isley Brothers kind of feel or a uh, Bill Withers kind of feel on certain things. So I think... It, there's a little bit of a range in there. There's, there's some, you know, Beastie Boys kind of influence stuff a little bit. Not not in terms of rapping, but just kind of that the energy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I think there's sort of a general, you know, thing like I said, sort of Michael Jackson Genesis kind of thing, and then there's sort of uh, specific uh, musicians that we we chose for different songs that we kind of wanted to emulate that that feeling. Do you ever try to imitate someone? Not just emulate, but imitate just for I don't know, just for laughs on the song. <laughs> You know, honestly, I, I'm trying not to now. I, I spent my whole life uh, imitating singers, and I it was kind of it was weird because I never knew what my real voice sounded like because I was always trying to be, you know, Stevie Wonder or Michael Jackson or whoever I was, you know, right. singing. And when Neil and I played together early on, we would do medleys where we would cover a Michael Jackson song, and I would try my best to do you know authentic Michael Jackson impersonation, really. So that was actually it's funny that you mentioned that man because that was actually a struggle for me. I mean, this album was to be like, all right, how do I not imitate these guys? How do right. I make sure that I sound like me? What, is, what do I sound like even, you know? Okay. Well, so lastly, well, okay, two more questions. Um, on For your next video, do you have plans for your next video as far as which song it's going to be? Is it yeah, going to be Michael? You do, yeah. It's going to be Michael, and we're, and we're hoping to get David Hasselhoff, but we're not sure, you know. Can you get, do you think you can get, well, do you think you can get William Daniels? Is he, he's not dead, is he? Oh, nice. That would be awesome. Get him as uh, he. It, for those who don't know, William Daniels was the uh, was the voice of Kit. Exactly. Um, yeah, that would be nice. I how, don't know. I mean, oh, how how long away are you uh, until you start recording that video? Do you know? Let's see. We do that video. That's yeah. you know, I, I assume. I mean, we definitely want to get it done before the end of the year. Hopefully, before like August. So I'm assuming. I mean, it's funny. Whoa. Cause when did, what? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Did somebody die? No, 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 somebody's over here playing with my computer, so sorry. How's your no, vagina? no worries, man. Um, if I had a Wii, I'd be doing the same thing. Okay. Um, Sweet. So, yeah, we, I mean, we high five! Like, it's a high five. We have Borat over. That's yes, great. yes. First person to recognize that. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, sorry to disrupt you. Keep going. No, no worries. No worries. Um, I was going to say that uh, when we were doing the Super Leg video, we planned on following it rather quickly with the Michael video, right. and then we just we got kind of caught up in touring and you know in the promoting of the album and everything. So it pushed back a little bit, but we're hoping that you know within the next you know, three or four months we'll be we'll be shooting the, the second video. So lastly, aside from becoming a rock god, what are your goals for No More Kings? <laughs> um, that's a really good question. I think. In a, in a lot of ways, we're, we're sort of already reached our goals in that I'm able to do this kind of full time. Which I, you know, before this happened, I never thought I'd be able to, to do music full time. You know, so right. in one sense, that goal's already met. But I guess from here on, Deuce. I just want to make sure that I can keep making uh, projects that I'm proud of, albums that I'm proud of, videos that I'm proud of, uh, and not not have to really compromise too much with that kind of thing. 
Right. Well, uh, you know, thanks for your time, Pete. Uh, everybody go check out. You can check out the video at nomorekings.com. Uh, can you purchase the video on iTunes? Do you know? The video, not yet. We're definitely in talks of trying to get that ha- to happen, but not yet. So soon, soon you'll be able to purchase the video. Okay. Well, go see it free at nomorekings.com. Uh, they have a nice high-res version there. Uh, you can right now download the album from iTunes, and you can pre-order it from Amazon. It'll come out on March 6th, and you can always go pick it up in stores. Any last words, Pete? Uh, no, that's it, man. Help me shoot the leg, but buy my album. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. Uh, you know, great success on your tour, and uh, maybe we'll talk to you down the road. Right on. Thanks so much. Thanks right, a lot, I, Pete. Thanks. Okay. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! You're a fucking ass. <laughs> Wait, Dude, I, it's going to be awesome. I'll give him credit for rolling with the interview. It's going to be awesome. Trust me. Okay, thanks Thanks again to uh, for to uh, Pete Mitchell from <laughs> No More Kings. And uh, Pete, if you're listening to this, thank you for rolling with Thomas's shenanigans. Thanks, man. It was awesome. Thanks a lot. Douche! And there you go. That was, uh, that was the interview with Pete Mitchell. If you'd like to check out the other uh, interview we've done that was Angela Kinsey from The Office. That was episode 17 from July 13th of 06. What about the Nazi? Oh, I forgot about the camp Nazi. Yeah. Man. What was what the about video game guy? That's true. God, started oh. over, dude. Started over. No, I'm not starting over. Yeah, if you want to check out <sighs> our very first interview, that was, was uh, Matt Ringel, uh, episode no, no. 14. Nazi was before that. Was Nazi before that? It's like episode 7. Wow. Who doesn't do their ever. homework? Yeah. I'm only the leader of this show. I don't know. You can find that interview. Be on right it's not even it, on yeah, I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, I'm, uh, we had an interview with the Canton Nazi, a flea market Nazi, one time, and it was on the feed. It was like episode five or six or something. something it's like no that. longer on there. The other, the, so the first interview Nazi. on the feed is Matt Ringel from the. Uh, well, he's boring. Nazi World Series of Video Games, but that was episode fourteen. Black. Anyways, go check him out. That one on there. Huh? I thought we still had that one on there. Apparently not. Huh. It may be on the feed, but it's not that on. That shows page, what you so. know. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to go back to our old format for just this show, and we're going to play actually the song called "Sweep the Leg" off of the album "No More Kings," the self-titled don't album. Their MySpace page. And My yeah, like I didn't mention in the interview, the uh, MySpace, MySpace page is slash "No More Kings." Legs. Nazis. No more kings. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they Nazis? Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. Here it is. This is "Sweep the Leg." Swallowed whole by the thrill of the fight It wasn't for the money And it wasn't just for fun I wanted to make a mark I just wanted to be someone I heard the devil whisper in my ear uh-huh. He made his message clear When he said the leg, Johnny Monkey here, monkey think There is no fear in this dojo I was a superhero King of 1985 I showed no mercy I was always Cobra Kai But I caught a crane kick to the face Uh-huh I guess he sealed my fate When he said 
For some tender love song talk on the break room. And I would do anything for love. Put in my ass. But I won't do that. Cleaner. Put in my ass. No, I won't do that. Can't believe you didn't put clinch it off in there. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you can pull that now. Oh, <laughs> oh well. It was, all about, it was all about chopper. Is that though. the whole intro? Yeah. Man, I want to hear the whole song. We're short. Me and Tom. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Mark. No, Mark. no, sing it. No, not saying it. All right, so we're going to debate the. Uh, well, I guess, I guess this should have come out last week, but the New York no. Daily News released the top 100 love songs ever, and according to this douche, Jim Farber, he said uh, that these are songs that have had to have lasted for 10 or more years and had to be popular and in the top 10 at the time. So, douchebags. Let's how go. How did they get to this how did conclusion? How? Uh, I do not know. It's like most lists. It's just uh, randomly compiled. The most popular as according to a thousand people or... I assume the billboard tracks at the time, probably. What stayed on the billboard the longest or what sold the most, what made the most money. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. Good point. It's the most money? Yeah. Okay, did you say that somewhere? It says, eligible songs had to have, have endured at least a decade in the public consciousness, if not two or three. And they had to have been popular enough to have ranked among the top 20 pop songs in whatever year they were released. Well, at least this, uh, there's some basis behind it instead of just the things Mark likes the most. Those are the best lists ever. No, in those fact, are terrible. Next week, we'll be having another one of those There's lists, no except, basis for those. Except it's going to be uh, a two-person survey, Dustin and I both. This list is bullshit. We're going to do right, it's the be just as bad. top 80s oh, awesome. videos of the 80s. Of course, it's you and Dustin. At least, no one else is allowed at least, to be involved. At least about well, it, was, it was actually his, his ID, and I you know, offered to help compile the list. So. It was okay. my ID. ID and ID. how it is. So. I'm not going to be here next week. Yeah, fuck okay. you guys. Hey, you know, we got to have some suspense in the show. <laughs> yeah. we got to have some audience reaction. How come it can't ever be... Me Everybody makes the list. And Dustin at suspense, or me and Dustin and you at suspense. That's what the, If you do. would like to it's do that, I'm not show. against that. Uh, uh, why aren't we having this argument? Do? 
Why aren't we ha- Yes, I you would. You don't know what to do if you can't drive the train. <laughs> That's not true. I reacted just fine when you were having the hanger all the time. No, you In didn't. In fact, I think it was no, better you back didn't. then. Let's not no. have this argument right I now. I liked it, yeah. I said, Let's not have this I argument said, on the show. I said, as soon as, as, soon as what's his Leave name me out of the this. phone last week, <laughs> play the intro, and you had to intro the intro with your own intro. <laughs> I was confused. What's his name is Aaron, by the way. Yeah. Whatever. Let's not have this fight right now. I love you, Oh, Dave. and a note to Aaron. You weren't second-class guest. We were planning on interviewing you the whole time. Yeah, that's true. That's a good he, thought we, we, he thought we reverted to him because our other, other interview fell through, but we were going to have to. Yeah, we were. That's a very good point. All right. Are we done arguing? Yeah. Probably not. Well, I feel a little tension. <laughs> I'm retiring. Do you need Tom's to clinch you off? I'm retiring <laughs> from the show. Yeah, that'll definitely get pulled. No. All right. I didn't even say anything that time. <laughs> well, All right, number 23. Yeah. <laughs> Are we starting at 10? Oh, okay. No, we're starting at, well, we can start at 10 or we can start at 20. Which one do you want to start at? Well, I'll start at 20. All right, number 20 is Save the Last Dance for Me by The Drifters. I don't actually have that song, so I can't play it. Sing a line or two of it, because I don't know it. Dustin didn't do his homework and play 10 through 20. Or 11 through 20. You have to How sing have the top 10 that we here. don't have. Okay. This is the new rule. No. 20 to 10, or 20 to 11, if you know how it goes, you have to sing a bit of it. So the rest of I don't know the song. I don't. Okay, somebody knows this song. Why is that in there? Save the last dance for me. Okay, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) That couldn't have been. Let's see, where's. I don't know. At this point, I. That's not the right top Pretty ten. Pretty sure that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pause and reset for a second. The break room will return after these brief messages. Hi, this is Howard the Homo. I heard you guys were having some trouble with uh, getting things ready for the show, so I wanted to see if I could build a little bit of space on the show for you. See how this goes. I'll talk to you guys later, Marcus. You have such a sweet ass. Now we return to the break room. God, and we're back. I hate you. That other top ten was actually from a pickled embryo episode about the uh, top ten horror th- uh, horror TV show theme songs. Uh, they basically did a way back machine. Uh, so we, so we, we copycats pretty much. They they I allowed them to take the way back machine out for us, man. So so number ten uh, you on our list. Next time, so number ten oil first. Okay, let's save It'd be the funnier if they got me. stuck back in time. That's true. You got to let me know next time so I can take out parts. Okay. All right. All right. So we don't know what Save the Last Dance for me. I know I've heard it, but. <laughs> okay, we're back. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is number 19. I'm really surprised it's this low. This would be Unchained Millie by Righteous Brothers, of course. Duh. I'm, I'm really surprised it's that low on the list, though. That seems more timeless than some of these other ones. <clears throat> yeah, it does. Especially since Ghost used it, you know. Yeah, there's the big mis- pottery massage scene. I mean, I know that was like 15 years ago, but still. It was, yeah, it's true. The song was like, what, 40 years ago? Yeah, at least, yeah. I don't know. It really surprised That's me. That's right. That was from Ghost. I was thinking it was a uh, different Patrick Swayze movie. <laughs> Which one were you thinking of since you uh, celebrate his entire schedule? dancing. What? <laughs> but I was wrong. What's your favorite Patrick Swayze movie? Uh, let's not go into that homosexual conversation. Roadhouse? I, I was going to say Roadhouse. This yeah. may not be oh, the greatest topic right. ever because I just don't give a crap. I will second that. <laughs> You'll second yourself? Yes, I will. <laughs> well, number 18 is Queen's crazy little thing called Love, and which 18. is the original version. 
All, all I have is the Rick, not Ricky Van Shelton. Uh, <laughs> God, what's that other dude? The Fallout Boy version. <laughs> yes, the Fallout Boy version. Play that. <laughs> Crazy little thing called love. Yeah, I don't know how that goes. These things. I know how Queen. I thought love. it was like, uh, what's his name, Junior? I can't think of his name now. Hank Williams. Yeah. Didn't he do a version of that? Harry Connick, you mean? Yeah. Which yeah, one Harry do you Connick. mean? God. Did Harry Connick do a version? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not asking Hank you. Williams Jr. and Harry Connick Good Jr. God. are exactly the same thing. They're, they're yeah, yeah, the same. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next. Why one. are we arguing so much? 18. This is upsetting me. Number 18. That was number 18. 18 number 17 18. is I. God, I wish I had known about this <laughs> earlier, but it would be Sherry from the Four I, Seasons. Golly, all and, these songs are old. Yeah, oh, here it is. You Sing own that song? Yeah, I own that song. Oh, yeah, I know the song. Sherry, baby, Sherry, that dude can get up. That used to be you. Back in the acapella group. I'm pretty sure there's an article somewhere about how that guy lost a testicle in a tragic bicycle accident. Mm. Giant balls. No, not so much anymore. This next song, <laughs> I, I've heard of it, but I've never heard it. And that would that doesn't be, make any sense. They had to redo the technology. You've never heard of a song, but I, never heard I, it? I, well, this would be Lulu with To Serve With Love. How does this beat Unchained Melody? Maybe it was more popular when it came out. As far as timelessness goes and memorability, I don't think so. Did it say those were qualities? Yes, it, well, it, it had to endure at least a decade in public consciousness, if not two or three. Okay. I would say this is higher... <laughs> I would say this is higher in the public consciousness. Lulu's All right, man, I'm sorry. Our chain melody there. would be. Maybe older people like that other song a lot. It's possible. They don't count, though. <laughs> wow. They only count the younger people. Oh. 25 yeah. to 54. The next song you'll probably recognize <laughs> if you're... You call song. 54 young? Younger than, like, I don't know, people who probably know that song. I don't know. Unbelievable. I did not know this was not original. I know. Yeah, this next version, you'll probably recognize the original, well, not the original, the cover version by the Fugees in the 90s, Killing Me Softly with his song. It was originally by Roberta Flack from some time ago, and I can't talk. And he just kept on singing, singing clear and strong, strumming my bed with his fingers, singing my life with his words. He was the gay kid. Man, she sounds almost exactly like a what's her face, Lauren, Lauren Hill. Hill. Yeah, you mean Lauren Hill almost sounds exactly like her. Vilder Vomita, similar. Vilder Vomita, Vilder Vomita. The next ah, song, Vilder uh, Vomita, number. Vomita. God, I just lost my place. <laughs> oh, number fourteen is "You've Got a Friend" by Carol King, and it would help if I turned up. Even your I've never heard of most of the this, songs. This list is a little really invalid. sound that much like a love song. I mean, the show sucks. <laughs> never thought I would say that, but uh, Marcus's Mark's lists are much better. Thank you, thank you. Please mark that. High five. Play it over and over again. 
This next song comes in at number 13. Now it's, we're going to have a list every single week. Thanks, God. Thomas. <laughs> it's the Everly Brothers with All I Have to Do is Dream. All I dream. have to do oh, I know is this dream. Song. Dream, dream, dream. Dream, dream, dream. Dream, dream, dream. Night when in my heart. Where are you going with that? <laughs> and all your well, charms dreams. Oh, struggling. This next song I really, I really do not like. It's Simon and Garfunkel with "Bridge Over Troubled Water." Oh it's all right. Love song. That's what I see. That's yeah. what I mean. Do they count like sad love songs as love songs? Yeah. I still think yeah. I don't like this song. I never have. It beats me down. <laughs> and I don't see how this is... I, I still don't know how this beats Unchained Melody. I think it's a little high on this list. Huh. This isn't not a love song. Fuck, it's like a song about friendship, not love. Wow. Yeah. That's a spotlight Mark Hudson moment right there. He's black. Whoa. And uh, coming in at number 11, the one, last one I had to search for. <laughs> I think I've heard <laughs> is this. Is the emotions with Best of My Love. Is there anything on the list from the last 20 years? Probably not. Yeah, there is. Um, okay, dude. No more of my love here. Uh, number 33 would be I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton slash Whitney Houston. It's not by Whitney Houston. That's so freaking is that the, sorry. Is that, is, that, well, she, is that the closest thing to our Well, I'm lifetime? looking down the list. Would you hold on a goddamn second? Uh, let's see. Any of those sound familiar? There's not a lot of modern day shit on here. Well, I don't can't really can't, stand the test of time if it's well, modern. Well, okay, here's here's a few. Time after time by Cindy Lauper. It's come, not really that modern. Come on, I but in the last twenty years. Oh yeah. Well, uh, come on, Is Eileen it? by Dexy's Midnight Runners. Uh, Crazy for You by Madonna. Take on Me by Aha. That's not within the last twenty years. There has to be some like okay. There has to be some twenty five maybe some Songs rock you ballads like don't or something. Count as, Vision yeah. like. Uh, Let's see. Vision of Love by Mariah Carey. Kiss from a Rose by Seal. That's the most modern, I think. That's that's an actual no That's like 94. Song. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's insane that there's nothing else newer than that. Oh, number 44 sucks. What's number 44? <laughs> Ain't no mountain high enough. <laughs> Ain't Good no God. Dude, yeah, it was in Sister oh, Act. Just curious. That's insane. <laughs> Is that supposed to make it better? That's greatness. Mm. Okay. Then I don't know if it made it to the second one, but... All right, oh, let's go through the top cool. ten. What would you... No. Without looking at the list. No. I'm not looking at the list. What would you say is in the top ten? Would you care to guess? Um, well, judging from 20 through 11... I bet that's in there. Ass. That's uh, number ten. <laughs> yeah. It's play. It would be I Can't Stop Loving You by Ray Charles. <laughs> I'd actually never heard this. Never heard it either. I'll be surprised if I've heard of two in the top ten. You have. He knows everything you've ever heard. Oh, 
Okay. I've had enough. I'm blind. This next one, I... (laughs) 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 This next one, I really don't understand. Number nine, this would be Michelle by the Beatles. Understand this? No, I understand. I don't understand why it's in the top ten. This one's really popular because it's really popular, and the Beatles yes. are humongous. Although there's better Beatles songs than this. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. are they love songs? Every time yeah. I, I hear this song, I always think it was it would have been perfect for Nirvana to cover. It's got that. It had a great range for the Kurt Cobain. Okay. Number eight would be Elvis Presley's "Are You Lonesome Tonight." Ah, uh, that's a good one too. I don't understand the love. Do the chairs in your Semen Semen? Do you gaze uh, at uh, your doorstep? Just for the a hole. Is your heart filled with pain? I'm fat okay. and I'm dead. <laughs> uh, number seven is another song by Roberta Flack. I'd never heard this song. It's called The First Time I Ever Saw Your Face. The first time I ever saw your face. <laughs> I bet that's the next lyric. Roberta Black or Roberta no. Flack? Dang it, dude. You read it Roberta wrong. Flack. Okay. I didn't read it wrong. It's the title is the first time I ever saw your face. Well, she read it wrong. Sang it wrong. Maybe she's uh, dyslexic. Thought you were ugly, but then I Rose fell in love. Roberta. You're black. What you were saying? <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow. The Beatles get another, 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 another entry <laughs> at number six. Live. <laughs> <laughs> at number six within my life. I would say this is a better example of the Beatles. They're a lot better than Michelle. I don't know. I don't know it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we're fading it out. <laughs> what the hell? Cowbell. <laughs> Dude, it's a symbol. Stop and think about them. Eh, that's a better yeah, song. No, dude, that's not very good. I've never even heard that song before. Really? Yeah, that wasn't very good. I didn't make the list, so like you said, my lists are always better. Dude, this one's good. This is a good. This one. is a good love song, but it kind of beats me. That's uh, Joe Cocker with "You Are So Beautiful." Cleaner. If you're beaten by this song, you truly have no emotion. It's just it's overplayed. I haven't heard it in twenty years. He said, "Cock her." Cleaner. Can't you see? Okay, that's Joker. that song I could see in the top ten. That's yeah, good. that's a good choice. Uh, Number four should have been lower, but this is Stevie Wonder with "I Just Called <laughs> to Say I Love You." Oh, I'm blind. <laughs> it's the blind top ten. <laughs> good God, man! <laughs> You need to come out with an all-time top ten blind love songs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who all would be on there? That country guy, 
Hey Charles, guy. Steve, I wanted to do some research. There was a, a Ran, uh, Randy Millsap, who's a blind country singer. Say how much I care. I just go to say I love you. Okay. You know what number he'd call? That's one two one four three two nine nine eight two seven. That's one two one four. Three two nine nine eight two seven. What you don't know is Stevie Wonder actually composed that song as well. <laughs> With the distortion in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three would be "Wonderful Tonight" by Eric Clapton. <laughs> this is a good song. Yeah, yeah. it's a good song. <laughs> I'd say this is the best selection actually so far. They playing American Psycho. No. The song they play a song by him. Uh, they do Huey Lewis in the News and uh, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. That's what yeah. This song. That song reminds me a lot of Free Bird by or Free. What it's called by uh, Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Why? It just does. <laughs> Coming in at number two is uh, Mr. Molester and his four brothers, the Jackson Five. Good God. With I'll Be There, molesting your little boy penis. <laughs> is this number one? Two wieners. Uh, this doesn't need to be number two. That's oh, awesome. <laughs> they should have known. Put it in my ass. <laughs> I'm not Jeez. with some Jesus juice. <sighs> I'm not young enough for him to be interested in that, Dustin. And Dave, would you care to guess number one? I have no idea. Thomas, would you care to guess number one? Let's get out. I'll guess that one. That Actually, it? that is much lower in the list. <laughs> much, much lower. It's on there though. It is on there somewhere. I saw it earlier. What's that dude's name? What's his name? White. Marvin. Barry White. Zacharias Musal. Is Barry yeah. White on there anywhere? Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Uh, yes, he is, and I will find it as we're listening to number one. All right. Which is? Yet another great movie. Part two kind of sucked. I'm kidding. The first one sucked. First one bad. First one It was a good movie. It did. Do you remember... Dustin. That's insane. No. I never thought about that before. I got so much honey, the what? The bees are into me? The bees envy me. And the kid gets killed by bees in the movie. That's insanity. That's a good point. Does it have sperm in it? Um, <laughs> do you remember when you... I don't know if this is true or not, but back in like... It's so weird. This, this beehive is filled with sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see Anna Klumski at a hotel or something? I'm Abilene on the highway. Uh, yeah, but didn't she like diss you or something? You told me this in middle school. I don't really she, remember. There was some exchange out by the pool, but I don't really remember. Yeah, and she was. somehow dissed you. Yeah, it was, it was right Dustin about the time goes, Michael my came girl, out. My didn't girl, my girl. Oper's vagina, dude. Would not. you diss him if he walked up to you, pulled his pants down, and said, "Will you sign it, please?" Yeah. No. Whoa. And said, "What can make me feel this way?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they say. <laughs> dick. Yeah, when he asked her to sing the theme song, she probably <laughs> ran the other way. I walked up and I was like, "How's your vagina?" I didn't <laughs> think that was appropriate. He tried to hand. <laughs> she, 
She handed you a beehive, a beehive of sperm. And Dave was behind me going, <laughs> tits, tits. So was, it was kind of weird. And she was like eight when the movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have any yet. <laughs> yeah, he goes, you don't have any. <laughs> so Dave, what's your, uh, what's your all-time favorite love song? Or do you have one? Um, now, funny it's, enough, I thought of my probably my favorite love song right now has to be uh, Ben Fold's Luckiest. Which, uh, of course, is the song. It's like my wife and I song. So I imagine I, really that th- one I actually think it's Ben Folds, but I love I you, baby. I love you, baby. Will last a while, mm-hmm. but um, is this it? Yeah, that's it. Where was I before the day that I first saw Did you guys dance to this at your wedding? Yeah. Yes. So I thought. Good. You remembered. I was drunk. Okay. Would it matter. Would he no. be like an a-hole otherwise? No. You don't remember Dave's wedding song? Good, you remembered. Thank God. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? Yeah, pretty much. Exactly um, like that. And, uh, but I would say probably one of my favorite love Dude, songs only ever one. is... Only one. No, but they said one that has stood the test of time. That's that true. one's not that old. That's true. No, it's not. Meatloaf. <laughs> I'm oh, being serious. Geez. I was going to say that. Really? Yes, before you played it at the beginning. <laughs> I like the Dr. Pepper I commercial better than I like the stupid song. I love that song. Tender love song talk. On the break room. Oh, they don't have. How do they do this for a this? Put in my ass. <laughs> I like I like the original version better. <laughs> but it, this one's better. All I have in here is the karaoke version. It's not true. But it's I have. This. Sing, Dave. I don't think it's so. Time for some tender love song talk on the break room. Okay. <laughs> but that's been. I've, I, I would I say love it. that song. Mm-hmm. I always have. Look up meatloaf. It's on there. I promise. That's where I got this. Now, Thomas, yours would have to be, what, Knights in White Satin? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You never heard Knights in White Satin? No. Satin? Oh, it's a terrible song. It's oh, a good song. It's a good group. Dude, it's so cheese Moody Blues. It's a good group. That's not Moody Blues. That's This is La Valadon. I've only heard the Knights in White Satin. The album the title Blues is version. Sensuous Sax Heat. Oh, yeah, baby. This is not the right song. <laughs> it's the Moody Blues, Blues is good, version? dude. Apparently not. Moody hmm. Blues is good. Uh... If I was going to pick like a more recent song I like, I like that song, uh, Could Not Ask For More. By? By Edwin McCain. Okay. It's really good. Let's see if we can find that one in all of the iTunes. Doesn't look like... Oh. Oh, no fade in by the iTunes. Could not ask for more. Kind of looks like Bo Bice in that picture. That's an old one. Apparently he's got an album called High Five, though. <laughs> <laughs> High five, Edwin McKay. High five. High five. <laughs> so, would you have another song? That's, that's uh, I just don't think I can top Meatloaf. Mm. You know, I, have dude, you always loved if that? If any uh, song is a beatdown, it's that Meatloaf song? song to me. Hasn't one of your songs that has been with you a long, long time, like that uh, Blue Eyes in Texas song? God, yeah, that's a good one. Let me see if I have that. If you never heard it, you do. I know I used I know to you've have liked, it. I know you at least used to like that one a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's back a good one. You just passed it, Walden. That's a good one. Another good one uh, I'll mention real quick is a song called uh, Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. That's a good love song. I like it a so, lot. How about okay. Smack My Bitch Up by Prodigy? Nah, not so much. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Uh, Dustin, what is your number one love song? 
Modern, I'd have to say. Okay. That does confess your but, love for Elena. Kiss but, from a rose. Yeah, that was one. And when I was younger, I always liked the Brian Adams song, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. I do not have that one. I, I yeah, that's a like good that one. I was going to say that one or the All For Love song. Which one? Yeah, that's the All For Love Brian song. Brian McAdams, oh, Rod yeah. Stewart. Got him in it too. And yeah. You remember that one. song? Yeah, I remember Brian it. Adams, Rod Stewart, and um, God, it was for the Robin Hood uh, yeah, soundtrack. The Robin Hood. Uh, he has a lot of good songs, though, that are love songs. Brian like um, Adams. Yeah, I can't is. remember who that, it was. Um, Brian Adams writes good love songs. Yeah, it does. Whatever that lady song is he had that was real big for a while. Lay, no. Lady Lay. No, it was a. Uh, fuck, I, can't think I had it in my called. head and it Woman! Yeah, you woman! I can't remember. That's Wolf Mother, dude, not really? Brian Adams. Uh, the only ones I can think of is Ever Really Loved a Woman and that one. Those are the only two I can think of right now. <gasps> it's like Just Like a Lady or something like that. This isn't it. So this is your, I know, but this is your favorite love song? That'd probably be a more modern one. More yeah. modern? The other one, well, I mean, the other one was like five years before that, yeah. I guess. But I can't think of anything like real current day. Every time he's ready to sex it up, he turns this on as Elena walks in the door. <laughs> no, dude, I turn this on. Let's get on. <laughs> do you scar up your face like Seal? I do. Good I pour, God. I poured acid all over myself. Jeez. He just, he just gets some plate on Packs it on the side of his face. It's like red and orange and shit. <laughs> I'm sure that gets anybody sexed up real quick. You look up Brian Adams. Brian Adams? Yeah, okay. I'm telling you. I think it's called Just Like line. a Woman is the song I'm thinking of. That Just song like was big a for woman. a while. Yeah. What song are you looking hmm. for? That was that song? Uh, no. Everything I do, I do it for you. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, there it is. Look up just like a woman. I know you've heard this. Hold on a second. Okay. The album is called The Best of Me. Turn it down a hear. Such a good song. Is this the one on Robin Hood? Yeah, dude. That's what I've been saying. I've only been half paying attention. I've only been bullying. No, it's true. No, it's true. Everything I do, I do, I do really like do it. it. He does sound you. like he's about to run out of breath every time. <clears throat> Can't tell I don't see it in there. Oh well, maybe it doesn't exist. Put woman in there. Wieners. Maybe it's in his anthology. Woman. Anthology. Um, doesn't look like it. Have you ever really loved yeah, a woman? That's what it is. Oh. Oh yeah, this is a good song. Stop it, dude. What are you doing? God, this is the song I was saying. Nobody listens to me either. This is the one you were saying? This is the other one. Oh. That's the one I was saying. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was. It was. I said, remember I said girl something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You should have gotten it from that. Could well, Mark, uh, what's your favorite love song? Well... <laughs> Nobody really cares, Mark, so my, we might as well not yeah, even bring it up. My classic one is uh, In My Room by the Beach Boys. That's not a love song. It's it talking is, about it masturbation. <laughs> That's I Love Myself. I'm loving myself. Oh, In the Air Tonight's the Phil Collins song from American Psycho. Right. They did the Studio Maybe they did that. Isn't it Studio? Dude, this yeah, isn't a love song. Not Studio. Studio. 
said the studio. You said the studio. No, I didn't. Check the tape. We can't right now. <laughs> Anyways, so that's enough Beach Boys. We need the go, we need the uh, go back a second machine from go back Science a second sleep. machine. Oh yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> Oops. And I guess my mo- my most modern song would have to be uh, just like Heaven by the Cure. And play. kinky modern. Girls love it. Is there singing in this song? Yeah, I guess we should have started a little later, but oh well. Monday, I'm in love with you. (laughs) Dude, I'm beat down by the song already. I didn't realize the intro was so long. <laughs> <laughs> sure this isn't just the inter- inter- instrumental version? There you go. Wow. This is a sex you up song. I like that song a lot. I found a version by Gatsby's American Dream that I like almost as much. Surprised really you didn't put Crash Test Dummies in there. But they, mm, For your mm, all time favorite. As far as you didn't put. The wake up in the morning. Dude, I'm serious. Every time I wake up, that stinking show is on. What show would that be? That song you were just singing. Oh, Say by the Bell? Yes. Damn, I shouldn't have closed Skype. It's just always on, all the time. Yeah. So there you go. The top 20 songs. I wake up in the morning. That's pretty crazy. So invalid or invalid? Why do you have the TV turned on to that channel when you wake up? I don't know. I don't set to automatically come on and switch to that. Pretty much, pretty much. (laughs) It's an automatic timer. It's on TBS. Is that is it still on TBS all the time? You have the the Say by the Bell alarm clock, like on Scrubs. Only it's the Say by the Bell cast that pops up and starts singing. (laughs) God, that would be awesome. Instead of G Funk or whatever that group was. Well, I guess before we close out the show, we have a voicemail to play. From one of our old fans, actually. You may remember her. <laughs> She's not a fan anymore. Alfredo, this Hilma. Are you coming to work? <laughs> That's all she called. She was calling a Greta again. Now, for those of you who have just started listening to the show, we had this voicemail before from one. This, she must be our number one fan. Greta, this is Hilma. Uh, Miriam Ancosta would like you to call her. It's about the Avon that she got from you. Uh, she said her husband is going out of town on Monday. She really needs to talk to you. You can no. call me back at I will uh, reverse Bye. that. If you hear a cool masking, that's why. Anyway, so that's, that's if they well. will. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's our biggest fan, Hema. Dude, play, you know, play the new one again. That calls us. Greta, this Helma. Where's the Helma? Are you coming to work? <laughs> Why are you no. giving no, out the no, breaker no. phone number under your alternate identity? Of a Greta? Yeah. Wait a well, minute. When was the first phone call? The first one was back on January 25th. Oh, okay. So she's calling again. She's very popular. She doesn't call her very often. No, but I'm thankful for any voicemail. I wonder if she's just getting one digit wrong. You're thankful Thank for you, Miero, or whatever your name is. Hema, a Greta, Hema. I'm sure she's hearing this right now. Apparently, at least she wasn't having another Avon emergency. At least Maria and Costa <laughs> at was least not having another. Nobody was going out of town this time, and everything was all right. <laughs> having their facial cleanser emergency. So, 
Uh, and lastly, uh, I want to make I want to extend the invitation. No, this goes to Aaron the Jew and uh, Aaron the Jehovah's Witness and Marla the probably some sort of Protestant. Are you a or Jew? strongly atheist? I don't know. <laughs> But I would like to welcome, or really not welcome just yet, but extend the offer for Paper Bag Radio to join the overhyped Breakout Media Network. Why? <laughs> because <laughs> they're a good show. Why is it overhyped? So I, I challenge, I throw down the gauntlet, and I dare you to join the network. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's overhyped, because we have two shows. We're not quite, we're more like a... It's a super feed. A joining of hands. <laughs> and speaking of the super feed, it's a good... Good thing you brought that up, Dustin, because I'm going to restore the f- super feed today. Does it have sperm in it? You'll be able to find it if I get it up and <laughs> running. It'll be at yeah. feeds.feedburner.com. Are we going to finally update, uh, update um, uh, good call, breakoutmedia.com that hasn't been that's updated called, since our first show? It's actually breakoutmedia.net. That's stupid. You'll be able to find the uh, breakout super feed at feeds. Look at all the subscribers. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a breakout media super feed but it will be at feeds.feedburner.com slash breakout now with the super feed you'll be able to get our show and pickled embryo and when paper bag comes on board if they do i should say you'll be able to get their show as well all in one well, i don't think feed. anyone ever downloads anything from us because we have too many websites <laughs> that could <laughs> Maybe. be it um i know so if you have any trouble with the feed let I me know. know you can email us at breakroom <laughs> at gmail.com or like helma you can call us at 214-329-9827 214-329-9827. The uh, regular feed for the show is at feeds.feedburner.com slash the break room. And you can also find us at breakroom.org or myspace.com slash the break room. Or breakroom.com slash internet dot DSL. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you can also find the, pod, the uh, podcast at popsyndicate.com as well as uh, pickled embryo. And Wednesday's uh, Hall and the Pop Cinecast. So, and very soon, some other good, good, good stuff. So, and, anything else before we go, guys? No, I think you hyped it up enough with good, good stuff. All right, good, good, strong, strong. Good evening, everybody. I am a princess. Goodbye. Another breakout media podcast. Stick it in your auditory orifice. Boom. <laughs>